Hi guys, welcome back to Hey Girl, You Got This. Um, I am here today with my sister friend, Jennifer. Hey guys, what's up? Um, so Jen and I have, uh, we met in college uh, at 7 a.m. in political science class at Cal State Fullerton. Yay, Titans, if you're a Titan, good for you. <laughs> Best school ever. Um, anyway, so we met uh, in a 7 a.m. political science class. Ridiculous. And we, like, literally bonded over the shit we love, which is, like, purses and yes. um, all that fun stuff. Um, I don't really remember how it went down. Do you? Um, so we were in one of those, like, auditorium-style seatings. And it was, like, 7 a.m. So, you know, you're just half asleep or whatever. And you came up next to me, and I still remember the purse that I had as one of those, like, weird, wacky Betsy Johnson purses. <laughs> I had one, too. I had one, too. I love Betsy yes. Johnson. And yes. it was, like, it was so funny because I had put it next to um, the seat that I was sitting just so somebody wouldn't sit next to me. And here comes this girl, super, like, peppy at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. She's like, hi, um, is this seat taken? And I was like, no, you're fine. She's like, oh, my God, I love your purse. And that's how it started. And here we are almost 10 I, years later. I knew I liked her because I had a similar purse. <laughs> or, like, not, like, it's by the same brand. But I was like, oh, she likes it, too. So do I. And here we are. Here we are, like, I don't know how many years later. Almost, what, like? 10 yeah oh my gosh or probably a a little over 10 because what was that 2009 i want to say yes yeah it was 2009 we're going on 11 years that is insane that really is happy friend anniversary anniversary. (laughs) so um you know jen has been there you actually have known like all my boyfriends or you've known of them yes and you have known of all of my relationships entanglements oh my god almost relationships yes (laughs) I was literally thinking about that yesterday I'm like okay you I met you when I was with like my high school boyfriend or the guy that actually dated right after high school but we knew each other in high school we knew about him and all of the other all the other dudes dudes that came out after after. (laughs) and this led me to you know do some thinking um this is part of this segment, and I thought it'd be cool to bring up and talk about this particular episode with you, because we're so good at this, right? <laughs> um, but you ever notice how whenever we talk about a dude or a guy that we're, like, kind of seeing, talking to, we've never, like, addressed their name in the initial conversations. And even then, when we were dating, yeah. we never used their name. Like, right. I don't know if anybody else out there does that, but we um we've never given a guy a name he was never worthy of a name <laughs> he was semi-worthy of a nickname but. yes nicknames <laughs> we always used nicknames and i think that it's just the funniest thing ever because i want to say it wasn't until like after i got into a relationship and even then like then they were worthy of a name um but isn't that true though yeah even just like the talking stage because I mean I've known you long enough where I can just tell you hey this is who I'm talking to or this is who I'm dating but you're right it's never a name it's always you know a nickname and it always kind of relates back to like um 
like what he does uh, right as a hobby or for work or whatever so it's just easy it's easier to keep track of <laughs> it's easier to identify because i wonder like if they the guys that we give like do they give nicknames right are we just a number <laughs> are you like a girl from bar one girl from bar two are you like you know gym girl like you know so, like what am i listed in your contacts <laughs> what am i exactly <laughs> but we've had a couple i think it'd be cool we should probably you know should we bring some up from you know the past Let me dig back way back when um I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me, just because that was super terrible, um, was the basketball player. Oh, yeah. 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 We don't. Yeah. He he was pretty bad. And that's the only thing that I could. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that in itself, that should have been a sign. I mean, he's an athlete. So, yeah, they have like not a good track record. Yeah. And it should have been a red flag. But, you know, I was like super like into him it was something different he was he played semi-professional basketball overseas which I was like okay and then he also was or is because he still is a personal trainer so um yeah I mean we got along really really well but like I said those red flags I should have caught them earlier yeah so ladies and gentlemen if you're out there i'm not saying this is for all athletes but like pretty much notorious for just being shady because they're always gone yes um yeah that's a red flag um i'm trying to think i there's oh there, i dated this we gave him a nickname and you know it's so funny my mom even knew about his nickname <laughs> because i would never tell her but um, I think last week we talked about the nurse. Oh my god! If you guys didn't listen to the episode, <laughs> oh, there the was nurse. the nurse. Um, the there is the professor. Oh, the professor! Yes. I almost forgot about oh, him. Oh my god, the professor! Yeah, there was the professor. There was. Um, hold on. I had. What else um, did you have? I had the basketball player. I had the coach. Coach. The coach. Yes, um, I remember him. If you're listening to this, Coach, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Coach. Um, oh, the man friend. The man, man friend. friend. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh, the San Francisco guy. Okay. Wow. I have given out a lot of nicknames. I'm trying to. I, it's so funny is that I actually wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to look. Hold on. Give me a sec. Oh, there was, uh, okay, so we said the nurse, the professor, there was the engineer. Oh. <gasps> Funny story about him. I think you actually, like, connected with him on. Oh, yes. On the- <laughs> okay, so um, one thing that Lauren knows me to do a lot of um, is go on dating apps, which is what I believe the last episode was about. Yes, yeah. So, after you and the engineer was... I mean, I never liked him. He was just a total jackass and gave me, like, weird vibes. So, I was never really a fan. But I was on Bumble, you know, and you're scrolling. And I come across this picture and I was like, oh my god, this guy looks so familiar. So, like, I look at his profile and it's the fucking engineer. (laughs) So I texted Lauren right away and I was like, look who is on Bumble. So we had a pretty good laugh. 
Um, and then he is persistent. I mean, he's not persistent. What's the word? I'm well, I guess he is persistent. He's very persistent. He's trying to find his soulmate. So I'll give him that. And I'm glad it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) So I decided just for the heck of it to, what is it on Bumble? You swipe or you accept, or I don't know what you call it, but I swiped and we matched. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Because you have that Latina look. We have that similar look. And I was like, okay, let's see what I can get out of him. So I matched. <laughs> I was like, Lauren, we matched. And then I go back, not even 10 minutes later, and he unmatched me. And so I think he saw. He probably went on my Instagram or something. He probably I it. did. Yeah, and he was like, oh shit, bad idea, abort, abort. And so he unmatched me. So that was the end of that. Yeah. Oh man, see. He, Every time you mention him, I still... He was probably one of the worst, I think. Well, no, maybe. Well, no. He was up there. He, he was, was up, up there. there. He was up there. And then there was the Fireman slash oh, first responder. Fireman. <laughs> I still can't get over that one. Uh, there was high school, high school yes. boy. And then my friends named this guy. Um, actually, I don't want to bring this one up, actually. We're not going to talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know about you guys out there, but, you know, we give nicknames just because it's kind of it's kind of fun just to, you know, not give them an identity, a full yes. identity, because we're not sure. Um, you're, you know, trying to figure things out. And if it doesn't work, I, I feel like the name signifies there's an attachment. Yes. And we're not ready for that commitment no. yet. If we can't find somebody that's ready for that commitment, then I certainly am not. But it is easier to kind of keep track of them with nicknames, just, you know, because we have conversations. And, like, I think, like, 80% of our conversations are about these type of guys. So, yeah. um, as of now, I mean, pretty much every single guy I've talked to, dated, or kind of been in a relationship with, I think I've given them all nicknames which is weird I wonder why that is why we don't want to use like their name I don't know if it's Mm. because we lose track (laughs) no like 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 I said for me it's more of like when you put a name there's like an attachment yeah and you know in the beginning you're just talking you're not really sure what to make of it I'm very honest in my you know beginning stages in relationships because it's super important to be honest but I don't know if they're being honest. So in my eyes, they're not worthy of a name because I can't gauge their honesty. I can't, you know, gauge their honesty yet. Yeah, you don't know what they're really about You don't just know what yet. their motives are. So I think, like, it's just, you know, casual. Like, oh, you're... Yeah. You're the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I, I think it's just easier for me. It's just kind of easier to keep track because you're going to remember if I told you, hey, me and you know, the coach or whatever, rather than me saying, oh, me and, you know, just using a hypothetical name here, Lorenzo, are (laughs) hanging out today or whatever. I think it's just, it kind of gives you more of a visual, I think. Um, So speaking of, um, you had mentioned earlier about red flags. Hi. 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 See, you never know who we're going to catch. (laughs) Oh, will do. (laughs) 
you just like never know who we're gonna catch out here in the neighborhood this is why i love to be outside and recording um okay so going back to uh what we were talking about or what you actually brought up which has been in the back of my mind because you read about it you hear about it and then you experience it and i think it's a very different idea but red flags um what is a red flag what does it mean to you and how do you gauge it like um i think a red flag is i honestly think is like a gut instinct letting you know that something in this you know relationship situationment situationship and and <laughs> you know there's something wrong um and it's funny because I don't think that all red flags are noticeable at the beginning. I think, you know, speaking personally, I think it's just kind of like, oh, that's just something he does or that's the way he is, which I think is kind of dumb now that I think about it because you're basically just um, excusing their behavior. Right, right. And I think a lot of people excuse behavior because, well, at least for me, I know I try to give the person I was, I'm with Mm -hmm. the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, you don't want to look like an idiot or feel like an idiot because you didn't trust yourself. Yes. Yeah. So I I also like to give people the benefit of the doubt. But um, and most recently, I just spoke to you about this when we went um, paddle boarding on Sunday that I decided to open up Tinder again and I had matched with this guy. Um, and this is like months after being off tinder because tinder is low-key the devil but (laughs) um i had matched with this guy in the same city that i live with live in in. live in in. sorry um and he was cute and you know we matched and you know it's like 11 p.m and i'm bored in bed so i was like what the hell strike up a conversation and we were like long story short we had been talking and he was kind of being a little persistent about meeting up in person which I was like, wait a minute. He was like a lot persistent. Yes. So, you know, 11, 12 p.m. I don't know if you're home drunk and you're, you know, just drunk texting me or whatever. You can't trust those. Yeah. So he wanted to meet up and I should have said no, but I was like, okay, fine, whatever. The next morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? This is a bad idea, blah, blah, blah. And I told him uh, I didn't want to hang out with him that day. And he went off like five paragraphs, five paragraphs along about how um, he has feelings, too. And that if I didn't want to hang out with him, that I should have just made it known, which he has a point. You know, I red flag. He has a freaking temperament problem. Yes. With rescheduling. (laughs) Yes. So I didn't think it was a big deal, but apparently to him it was. And. You know, the final thing that he told me, which I got a good laugh at, was the fact that he was like, oh, I think you just use Tinder to boost your self-esteem. And I was like, he came for you. Yeah, he <laughs> he really went in. And I was like, oh, well then. Okay, and then yeah. he had the audacity to say, um, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I'm a carpe diem type of person. And I was like, good for you. I went back to Tinder and I deleted it. I was like, nope, this is not happening. So that, you know, is probably one of the many examples of, like, red flags and stuff. But um, what else would you consider a red flag? 
Um, How about this? Um, when you have a significant other and they don't add you on social media or post a picture with you. I think that's a red flag, honestly. I think there's some people out there that would probably disagree, but... Oh, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I think it's a red flag. And yeah. I think of it now, but... I'm sorry, go on. No, no, no. I, I, I honestly do think it's a red flag. Um, I know some guys or girls, they like to go for like a specific vibe on their Instagram, which is cool. You know, everybody's entitled to what they post or whatever. But um, if you have a significant other, a partner, and you've been together for a really long time, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a sort of long-term relationship. I don't buy that whole vibe thing. If you're posting on your social media with your friends <laughs> yeah, and you can post with your significant other, that yeah. is some weird shit and yeah. you should look into that. Yeah. I think, I think that's a red flag. Like I said, I think there's some people out there that would probably disagree, but I mean, yeah. I think another like a red flag for me is because this has happened when you're in a relationship and you have constant communication and then they like I mentioned in the previous I think it was like the first episode or something when my ex-boyfriend just kind of stopped communicating with me and went like MIA for like a day or two and I'm like uh hello you could at least have the decency to say hey, I can't talk. I'm dealing with some stuff right now. But you don't just don't go MIA on somebody. Yeah, right? I think lack of communication. Like the coach, he was so bad at communicating. It was yeah. just lack of communication, I think, is just a, a red flag. That was definitely also the engineer. Yes. He was like that. Yes, oh, where God. they would just go MIA for like a couple of days. I think the yeah. coach at one point went MIA for like two weeks. The engineer went MIA for three months. <laughs> <laughs> and then expected to just waltz right back in. Sorry, dude. Next. Okay, you win. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Try so me. I, th- I think I think lack of communication, especially at the age that we're at right now, like oh, yeah. men, your frontal lobe is fully developed. There's no reason as to why you can't shoot a quick text and be like, hey, I'm busy call you back later that's all or it takes a quick call like yes i think a call is so much easier you don't have to like use your fingers and tire them out and you know get freaking carpal tunnel you can just dial yeah <laughs> real quick and say hey can't talk let's meet up maybe like at the end of the week or something yes yeah that was what's another red flag i was thinking about all these things not answer or not calling back i feel like not answering when you oh <gasps> If you have the audacity to, like, post something on your social (laughs) media and you know that your girlfriend's friends are following you and you can't call your girlfriend back, like, red motherfucking flag. Yeah. Right there. So, for me, another one would be very unpredictable behavior. (gasps) Oh, that's good. An example would be of the, the basketball player. Um, I don't know if you remember when, so the basketball player used to, like I said, played basketball overseas. Um, he would leave, you know, like seven, eight months out of the year and come back during the summer. That's when I guess their off season was. Yeah. Um, and one time he texts me super like nonchalant, like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, Oh no, you know, just going about my day. I think I was at work or something. And then I asked him 
what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm at the airport. And I was like, uh, why? He's like, oh, I'm leaving to Spain tonight. And I was like, do you remember? Yes. (laughs) Okay. That is such a similar story to the nurse. We called him, me and my, me and Eric Sito on the last episode, we call him the globe trotter because he would literally pick up and leave. Yeah. He would pick up and leave. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, what? How? Why? What's going on? Yes. I would find out because he would post on his social media. Yeah. And it was so funny because that same day he was like, oh, I'm leaving to Spain. As if that was like a super normal thing to do. Like, you know, and pick up and leave my responsibility. Yeah. And which is fine. You know, like I've always I and I think you've known this, that whenever I'm in a relationship, I always want my partner to focus on their career because the way that I see it, their career came first. So, you know, like the same thing with me, like my career comes first um, because my career was there before you were. So, um, but yeah, that text mess that, and then, you know, he called me cause I was like, wait for how long? And he's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, what do you mean you don't know? Like <sighs> you're leaving today. Like I didn't even get yeah. to say bye, but that was such a nurse move. Globetrotter um, for sure. Yeah. He would do that. Yeah. And then it would be funny because he would be back home, uh-huh. but he wouldn't tell me that he would be back home. So like, one time he texted me he was like hey I'm home blah 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 and I was like oh when did you get back he's like oh three weeks ago sir are you kidding me so red flag that yeah that was a super red flag but I was like you know towards the end at the beginning I started giving him the benefit of the doubt but it was just towards the end it just got really really hard because it was like mentally draining no totally I totally get it Definitely, I think when, if you're doubting and you have an idea or you're not sure and you're like, is this a red flag? Always trust your gut instinct. With my last relationship, I just had a gut instinct that something was up and I straight up asked him in the car. I was like, okay, can I see your phone? People, I mean, okay, I get it. You're supposed to trust your partner and I had trusted him, but there was too much, enough of too much negativity and things that were not adding up for me that I was like you know what I'm gonna ask to see his phone because I would rather straight up ask him and be honest about it than go behind his back and look at his phone when he's not there and then it's like awkward because I'm like oh my god how am I gonna bring it up to him that I saw it in his phone and then you gotta make up a lie and it's just super weird but I was like you know what I literally I'm just gonna straight up ask him and I asked him and he literally hyperventilated in the car. <laughs> like, he shook and was like, no, no. And right there and then, had he just said, you know what, whatever, I have nothing to hide. If it was yeah. innocent, it would have portrayed itself as innocent. I could have read it. And we could have had a conversation like normal people. But instead, he refused. And that, to me, was a red flag. And I was just like, you're literally just proving my point. You're guilty. Yeah. You're shady. Totally. I think another one uh, for me personally that I've noticed is like the non-resolution of a previous relationship. Okay, explain. So so like, for example, the coach, um, oh, I really liked him. I really did like him. He seemed very sweet. Yes, and I think he really was. I think his intentions were good, but it's just one of those, you know, where you kind of click, but 
it's not necessarily right. Like just he, he was going through a lot, you know, and I try to be as supportive as I could. But in the end, I'm, I'm nobody's therapist, you know, but a um, couple conversations that we used to have, he used to always bring up his ex, you know. <gasps> Yes. Yes. Bringing up your ex is a red flag. Yeah. And 100%. I mean, one time when you're talking about previous relationships, that's fine if you're going back and forth about it. But I think just bringing it up out of the blue multiple times, it just didn't happen once. But to I me, don't that, like that. Yeah, no. that was a red flag. And um, it kind of made me feel insecure because it was like, okay, well, you start going to this like, comparison yes and I never used to do that but because he would bring her up you know things that she used to do and you know stuff like that and I can tell he really cared about her which you know I think they were like in a very serious relationship yeah um but then you start thinking like okay well you start comparing yourself you start thinking and it just like I said mentally draining and I'm not for that at all I have enough shit that I'm dealing with without having to like add something else onto the plate yeah no I 100% agree with that you don't bring up the ex consistently unless you still have some unresolved business yeah and you're constantly comparing them or or you're bringing them um and then it puts your significant other or your person that you're dating in an awkward position to constantly compare themselves. And if you are super headstrong about yourself and you're like, no, that doesn't bother me. Well, then good for you. But good you're probably you. lying because <laughs> when you're in bed alone at night and wondering why your person isn't texting you. Yes. <laughs> then you start creating scenarios in your head and it's just not good. Like it's yeah. not a good look. So, yeah, I agree. That's a red flag. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's like a ton more of red flags, but... Um, my next question, I was thinking about this, and I've been thinking about this for a while, and um, we hear it a lot, uh, karma. Yes. Okay. We hear it a lot. People always say, um, you know, I, karma, what comes around goes around, and they people usually tend to use it in a situation to make other people feel better, basically saying, you know, the universe will um, repay that person back for the hurt that they've caused other people. What are your thoughts on karma? Because I was talking to my coworker about this and, um, well, I'll I'll explain later, but I just want to hear what your, um, idea and perception and all that is. So I am a very big believer of karma. I like to think of myself as pretty spiritual, you know, um, Not necessarily just reading, like, my astrology and, you know, like, oh, Lauren's a Taurus, so she must be a bitch, you know? Like, nothing like that. But I am... Jen's a Libra, and somehow we make it work. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, astrology says that me and you aren't supposed to be friends. And look at us 11 years later, so... Proving them wrong, yes. yes. But in terms of karma, um, in terms of, like, universe stuff like that... um, I am a very big believer in karma. Um, just recently, I started kind of, you know, just, you know, if somebody does me wrong, then you know what? Karma, what goes around comes around. And it's up to the universe to decide whether it's good karma or bad. Like, that's not up to me to decide. So you believe, like, the energy that you put out into the world will be reciprocated back? Yes. Okay. I am a 100%, 100% believer of that. 
Um, just because I know when I put out good karma, it comes back to me. And um, also, I mean, I'm not perfect. So when I put out bad karma or when I do some, you know, stupid shit, it does come back around in the form that I initially had, you know, put it out there. So, um, but yeah, I'm a big believer in like universe and, um, karma. Okay. I was just curious about it. Cause I, I had different conversations with a couple of people at work about it. Um, ultimately, I mean, I never, ever, for whatever reason, I always, I have to believe that my relationships didn't work for a reason, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, my goal is just to be a good person, be a better person than I was yesterday, learn from my mistakes, um, you know, put out good energy <clears throat> and reciprocate that hopefully the good energy back. But I was thinking about it and, you know, karma doesn't necessarily have to be a negative concept or a negative thing. And a lot of people say, well, karma's a bitch. And, you know, I've used that comment before, but I don't have the intent of it being like negative. I don't want there to be, you know, I don't want somebody to be punished for something. I want them to learn a lesson for yes. sure. And I think that's where my idea is from. And I actually jotted it down right here. I said, I think people need to come to a realization by getting a dose of their own medicine. And I hope it's, you know, a a good dose in the sense that it's not going to hurt them, mm-hmm. but it, it makes them really think. And that's what I think or hope that karma is for those people. Yes. And I can, I think I can attest to that, like in terms of, you know, relationships and dating and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think one aspect for me, and you know about this, that, you know, I keep getting ghosted by, <laughs> by these because guys. Because they're the wrong people and yes. they are not secure in their own selves. And I've come to that conclusion and I stand by it. Yeah. But you know what? As much as I like to say, like, okay, the San Francisco guy, how he, you know, I had gone up there to spend a whole weekend with him and... The whole weekend was just complete shit. You're trash, San Francisco guy. <laughs> I don't like oh, you. He knows all my friends hate him. He knows. Um, but it was that weekend that I had gone up there, you know, to spend that weekend with him. And it was just, he totally ditched me, left me hanging, was supposed to take me to the airport, you know, Sunday morning, never showed up. What was his lame ass excuse? <laughs> My phone broke. <laughs> Dude, you're in San Francisco, so, the mecca of IT technology, <laughs> the freaking Apple store. Like, you could get a phone so, so fast. Um, I had gone up there. Literally, that's he is the only reason why I had flown up to San Francisco to spend the whole weekend with him. Had gotten a hotel room and everything. And his excuse, I had gotten there Friday. I think he showed up. I don't remember if he showed up Friday, Saturday. He showed up Saturday. Yeah. So we were just, you know, hanging out, whatever. I thought we were going to go out or, you know. Um, at around 7 p.m., he tells me I have to go home because my mom wants me to go home. And okay. in my head, I was like, are you kidding me? This is somebody that hangs out with his friends. Till like midnight when the bar is closed. <laughs> Till four or five o'clock and in the morning. And then goes and gets food later and then does like an after party. Yeah. Yes. You're a joke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me that bullshit excuse and I was so mad. Um, and then he was like, don't worry, I'll pick you up tomorrow. We'll I'll go have breakfast and then I'll take you to the airport. 
And so um, the next day I woke up, packed my bags, you know, I was thinking he was going to show up. Nothing. It was like 10 a.m. Nothing. I was supposed to check out of my hotel room by 11. Still nothing. I had to like get an Uber to the airport and I was still like texting and calling him because I was like, yeah, what yeah. happened? Red flag. There you go. Red flag. There red you flag. go. Um, so finally I get to the airport. I had to wait like three freaking hours at the airport because I had nothing else to do. And as soon as my flight was taking off, he texted me and said, hey, I'm sorry. I'm just waking up. Are you fucking kidding me? You left yet the day before, the night before at 7 p.m. because you said your mother wanted you to go home. Okay, if he's like 30 and he's like, my mom wants me to go home, (laughs) run for the hills. (laughs) Run for the hills. And I, Lauren, was seriously so pissed off. So the flight from, you know, San Francisco to L.A. is like an hour. When I tell you that I cried the whole hour... I'm not even joking. The guy sitting next to me probably thought I was like some nutcase or whatever. So we landed back and I was like, seriously, I could fucking kill you. Like, I'm so pissed off. And I was livid. You know, I was so pissed off. And then a couple of days after that, I think I got one text and that was it. He like totally ghosted me. Yeah. And this is how I knew when women snap because that was my first time experiencing it. To the point where you just feel so helpless. You don't know what to do. I started messaging him on every social media platform I could think of. You're a stalker. Stop. (laughs) Yes. That was me. I was ready to get on a freaking plane back to San Francisco. Go up to his house and knock on his fucking door. And be like, what the fuck is your problem? You know? I'm sorry. I didn't know if I was supposed to cuss or not. It's okay. I think think we'll limit the number of us though. But... I guess the moral of the story is... Yes, so he ended up ghosting me uh, for three years, mind you. And as much as I like to say, like, oh, he ghosted me, like, I've done that to some people too, you know? And I feel like this is my karma as well. My lesson learned. Lesson learned, This is my lesson learned. Like, that shit doesn't feel nice. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's not, it's not cool. I feel like at this point in life, like, you just need to straight on address it and say, sorry, this isn't working for me. Yes. Point blank. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That communication needs to be there. Otherwise, like. There's no point. Yes. If there's no communication, it's not going to work. Well, Jen. Thank you so much for, you know, enlightening us all about red flags and ghosting and all those things. And fun nicknames. I feel like we're going to have to have a two-part series for this. Oh, yes. Because I feel like there's just so much more shit that we need to talk about. Yes. And, I mean, you've known all my stuff and I've known all your stuff. I and know. I think it's time for your listeners out there to know all of our stuff. <laughs> like, you know, part of our stuff. But the lesson learned today, guys, is if you don't feel comfortable with something going on while you're in the talking stage in your relationship, 
it's okay to trust your gut instinct. I'm going to tell you 100% trust your gut instinct and say yes. something. Say something within the next 24 to 48 hours because you feel so much better afterwards. Address it right away because I can guarantee you the only person that's suffering is you. The other person might not even know. No, exactly. And that's one of the things that <laughs> you told me about my relationship last year. You were like, we were trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're not going to go into that. That's for the next episode. Yeah, I've done that twice already. So, um, long story short, don't take relationship advice from your single friend. Oh There's my a reason God. she's single. <laughs> and, you know, karma can be a positive thing if the person, you know, you wish that the person would learn a valuable lesson um, and that you don't wish any, you know, any harm to them, but you do wish that they would come to some realization and that they don't continue to hurt other people and break the cycle. Yes. So anyways, um, that's all we have for today, but I hope you guys enjoyed this segment, this episode and stay tuned for the next. Bye guys.